Well, hello everyone. Welcome back. Day nine, Kazakhstan. I'm a little tired. We've been running it ragged here, but we're gonna make we're another day happen. We're going to Atrayal. It's west of Kazakhstan to our newest projects with project with Chevron. All right, and road project, right? A road project. So we're gonna take corporate jet this morning, and then we're gonna do what? A huge helicopter to the oil field Tengiz. Yeah, military helicopter. We're gonna have a ball. You ready, Sergey? No limit in the distance, no limit in the time. Yeah, that's right. No so I think the important thing you need to understand is what Sergey just said. When you're working with the BI group, there is no limit. I mean, everything is so off the wall and crazy. It's just amazing what they're accomplishing. So essentially, what we've got is a thirty-five billion dollar infrastructure build out for a refinery in port down in Tenge oil fields, which is one of the largest oil fields in the world. And Chevron's doing this project. It's one of the biggest projects in the world. And BI Group is building 22 kilometers of road. That's just one of the phases that they're doing to be able to deliver this refinery and build this refinery. So we're going down there to work with their team who's in the planning stages of building this road. And they're gonna show us all their improvements. We walk through their office and they're doing all kinds of cool improvements from how they route the wires to the projectors to how they manage their wipe off boards to how they're delivering water to the project. So it's 35 kilometers to deliver the water. They brought it down to just a little over two kilometers and saved $180,000. So this is a cool thing about this team is they totally are getting lean. They're very passionate about it. And they're doing things as small as shadowing out their desks and shadowing out how they manage their, their office area to saving $180,000 in the delivery of water. So they're, they're working lean from all aspects and they're very passionate about it. So one of the big things they do is reducing the time of adaptation. So they work 28 days on, 28 days off. They have two engineers, one on, one off. And so by having the engineers' pictures up there, their contact information, people know who occupies this area and who they need to contact at a specific time. As you can see, all their binders have the Chevron uh, signal on it, which tells them whether or not things have been put back correctly. But it goes much deeper than that, because when you open up the binders on the inside, there's a clear glossary that references the tabs on the side so it's very quick to get to the information they're just thinking about all the little details on everything they do the next thing is look at their helmets they keep their earplugs inside their helmets so they're not being lost and then the really cool improvement up with a way to manage all the surveying equipment because they have all the surveying equipment and they need different equipment for different days depending upon the jobs they're doing so they have a a visual control board and then the day before they start to plan what they need for the next day and they put a green pin that indicates what it is they need and then as they pack up they put a red pin on the other side and the red pin tells them they've got it in the truck and they're ready to go so it's a very cool visual management system that they're using because they're thinking lean they're thinking visual standardization simplification improving the qualities reducing the defects these are the key elements to a lean improvement and creating a lean work environment we want to think about that all the time. How do we simplify things? How do we make things so that we don't create a defect? We reduce variation. We're not going back and forth because we forgot things. They totally get these concepts and they're doing it throughout their entire facility. Into different things, health, safety, environmental concerns, and driving practices. So instead of lumping it all together, they segment it out. So if there's particular information you want to know about the standard practices for driving or for disposing of batteries, or health and safety issues. It's all delineated right there. Then over here, they've got their, <laughs> you're great, I love it. They've got their first aid kit and who the EMTs are if they ever have an incident. 
clearly marked there. They've got their first aid kit. And then this is the emergency shut off, which is down there. So everyone knows where to go to shut everything off. And of course, they've got their pole marked up. They had someone actually hit their head on that. They've got all their binders uh, diagonal. You can see all the shadowing of all the desks here, everywhere right there. So they've really done a lot of great improvements everywhere in this office, just really making it easier to work. And then they've got their project planning board here, which is really cool. Yeah, this is, you guys are doing a great job. So 22 kilometers of road they're building right here. And these are the different stages they have to go through. And then the red is the problem. And then this is the possible action, the solution, the green right here in this category. And this is who's responsible for it. So they've executed a nice planning board here to make sure everything gets taken care of. So this is a standard in all BI offices everywhere. The four criteria for making an improvement, safety, quality, uh, simplicity, and then speed or efficiency. And that is everywhere in every BI office. Everywhere. So we completed the tour and then everyone gathered together and I gave them a nice talk about lean and gave them an overview on the things I'd seen on other construction sites, other road projects. And then after we completed that, they were very engaged, asked a lot of great questions. We got back in the helicopter and we flew about an hour down to the actual port so we could see the road project from the air and we could actually see the port that they were building. It was uh, quite an experience to be in a bird this big. This is an MI-8 and this is really something. So I learned so much on this trip. So first of all, this helicopter is about 30 years old. It's one of the most reliable helicopters the Russian has ever built. A very multifunctional, multi-use helicopter. And so what happened was 25 years ago when the Russians left this area, they started the oil wells on fire. And the bottom line is Chevron came in and was able to put this fire out after one year. So Chevron obviously gained a nice foothold, a nice position in the region, a lot of respect. And so Chevron is building this huge port now, a $35 billion project, the biggest project, probably one of the biggest projects in the world, definitely the biggest for Chevron, the biggest oil project in the world. And they're basically building a port to be able to bring in all the parts and components to build a refinery. But in order to do that, they need to build a lot of roads and infrastructure. And the BI is doing that. These are all the different camps along the way. And they're having to carve this road right out of the desert and right out of the sand. So it's a very, very difficult project. You can see these are the very beginning stages of carving out the road. And it's just a big, open, vast desert. And it was very warm. I love the heat. It was great. And then we flew back into town where we got on our plane and we flew back to Astana. Now this is actually one of the most famous rivers for caviar. They harvested a lot of caviar out of this river and we had a fantastic time. Great team. The BI group is rocking it with lean and it is so impressive to see the passion and enthusiasm of their people as we teach lean throughout this entire huge organization in beautiful, wonderful Kazakhstan. I'm always looking for great illustrations to show people the difference between value and non-value added activity. So I saw this front end loader loading sand from one pile into a hopper to make asphalt. 
And I said to myself, wow, nothing's changing. The sand isn't changing when he moves it from one pile into the hopper. When we move sand from one pile to another pile, nothing's changing about the sand. The sand's still the same. The definition of value-added activity is when something is changing. So the only moment that something is changing is when the sand is mixed with the oil in the large drum to make the asphalt. When that happens, that is value-added activity. So the transportation of the sand from one pile into the hopper is non-value-added activity. When it travels along the conveyor system, that is non-value-added activity. That's just transportation. That's what we call waste. So the important thing here is to understand the difference between value-added and non-value. Once you understand that, then you can say, how can we shorten that up? So I looked at what this front-end loader was doing and I said, why is the front-end loader doing this? Well, because the dump truck unloaded his big load of sand in a pile and now it has to be moved to the hopper. Why can't the dump truck load it directly into the hopper, I said? Well, because the hopper is the wrong size, the incorrect size. So then I said, we have examples of hoppers being large enough for the dump trucks being able to load directly into it. When we go to the crusher plants, we have huge hoppers that are very large and the dump truck dumps directly into it. And this solves all the problem. It's very simple and very straightforward. And I thought to myself, wow, if we can do it at the crusher plant, why can't we do it at the asphalt plant and at the concrete plant and all the other places we have loaders running all day long with men operating them? So I said, why aren't we just correct sizing the hoppers so that the truck can load directly into it and eliminate all the piles that we're creating all over the place? Because this is the waste of inventory. So you see the waste stream is everywhere. But we have to think differently. And the question is, why aren't we thinking differently? Tradition. Because tradition tells us this is the way it's always been done. Like, what the are we thinking? Are we like brain dead? I mean, come on, this is like right in front of us. We gotta start using our brain. So remember, the next time you see anybody doing anything, you need to ask, are they adding value or is it just non-value added activity or waste or muda? It happens everywhere, and the problems are so simple to solve. One of the best examples is here at the crusher plant. You know, when I came here about three or four months ago, I noticed that the dump trucks were dumping their loads right next to where the crusher was, and I said, why are they doing that? And they said, sometimes the crusher's not running, and so they have to get rid of their material. So I said, source management, why is the crusher not running? Well, because the crusher breaks down, and when the crusher breaks down, they get a backlog, so they create inventory, and then they have to go through the whole waste stream of a bunch of non-value-added activity. But if you notice now, the piles are much, much smaller because they focused on the source of the problem, and that was keeping the crusher running and asking why it breaks down. And if you solve problems at the source, then you're not creating all the non-value-added activity. It's really a very simple concept and it applies to everything. It doesn't matter if you're in the office, piling up paperwork, or on the job site, walking around, or at a gravel pit, moving sand piles from one place to another. Waste is everywhere. Our goal is to see the non-value-added activity and shrink it down, make it smaller and smaller every day.
Hi everyone, Paul Akers here in Kazakhstan. You know, last year I went to Japan. I learned one of the most powerful lessons from a man who worked directly with Taichi Ono. And I asked him, I said, what was the most incredible thing you ever learned from Taichi Ono? And he said, you know, he told us that the most important improvement is the improvement that you can make right now. And he held up his hands and he said, if you have four improvements, you should make the easiest one and the one that you can make right now. And I said, why? And he said, because it changes your view, it changes your perspective. Because when you climb the mountain, you see things differently. And that is the critical component in lean. You must begin to see things differently. And if you're always kind of waiting for that perfect improvement, you're always kind of stalling and procrastinating, you're never gonna change your view. So when I was in Kazakhstan, I explained that story and I actually stood up on a chair and then I stood up on a table. And at one point I even jumped up on top of a refrigerator. People were shocked. But I think it really illustrated the point how important it is for us to change our perspective. So the next time you want to make an improvement, look for the easiest one. Look for the one you can make right now. And that is the best one. Here's my story. And this is what I did in Kazakhstan. Because even though it may not be a great improvement, it changes your perspective. Now you see differently. You have a different You climb the mountain. And everything and then you make another improvement. А потом у вас еще будет. And you climb the mountain, and your vision changes yet again. И у вас опять меняется уже угол обзора. So every time you make an improvement, you change what you see and how you see things. Меняется как вы видите вещи. It is so important that you make improvements all the time and immediately. Важно, чтобы делать улучшения постоянно и моментально. Вы не ждали чего-то. It looks a little silly, but this is the kind of perspective we need on lean. Take action now. Stop procrastinating. The best improvement is the improvement that's right in front of you and you can make right now. Hi everyone, welcome back. Day 12, Kazakhstan. We're going to meet an amazing man named Absal who works at one of the concrete plants for BI. And he is easy, awesome. He's easier. always coming up with great ideas. Yeah, and we ask him, easier. do you like lean? Right yeah, it makes everything easy. And you can't believe the improvements he's come up with just one after another. He's one of our lean maniacs. Less waste of time. Less waste of time. It's easier for him to work right now rather than before. That there's more time left for him to do some other things. When the time left, he can do more work. He's organized everything in his desk, his office, his laboratory, everything he touches, he leans out. Everything, you, whatever you write down, everything's a process. Yeah, if so, everything you write down, you write doesn't matter whether that's in the office, or out the laboratory, or in the concrete area. He makes everything better. He's got all his samples arranged perfectly, so when he's doing testing, he knows exactly where those are. They're all labeled out. And this is the area where the chemical is introduced into the concrete. They used to have to put a dipstick down in the end. Now they don't do that anymore. He rigged up a tube here. He can visually see. He doesn't have to do any of that processing. And remember this? This is when they used to spill concrete, which is when I first went there. They made a total mess. They leveled everything out. They made everything perfectly smooth. This is the old, and now you're gonna see the new. So now everything's smooth. 
And when the concrete truck comes back with a little extra material, it goes into that little chute system you see there. And on the back side of that wall is where they do all their samples. How ingenious is this? And any extra material left over, they make concrete blocks. It's incredible. And then he made this thing for chemicals. The pallet over there, the blue one at the bottom, is tilted up a little bit of an angle because you're having two or three liters of material left in the bottom of here, and it was a total struggle. Now, every one of these chemical things gets put on this special pallet, and everything drains. This guy made everything perfect. Absol, you are awesome.